0: Valerie Smuldone. I am from the Bronx, Mm -hmm. grew up in the Bronx, educated, completely in the Bronx. And I still live in New York City. I graduated in 1975. That's just shocking. (laughs) That's just, that's not good news. Well, my older sister went to science, so she was four years ahead of me, and it was my deepest desire to follow in her footsteps. I just didn't think I was smart enough. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you this. Every day after the first day of school, I thought somebody would come in at some point within four (laughs) years and say, there's been a terrible mistake. You don't belong here. So I think I was a bit intimidated when I walked in. I saw a lot of boys. Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of really smart-looking people. I loved it. From the minute I walked in, I was just ready to go. I was mm-hmm. ready for the challenge, and I was able to find groups of people that were like-minded, yeah. because I really was not
1: a science and math person. Yeah. So let's let's get specific for a second. What does a smart-looking person look like in 1971? They usually had glasses, mm-hmm. and they had pocket protectors. <laughs> 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 and lots of pens. Classic, yeah. <laughs> um, so are there a couple teachers or classes that stick out in your mind as particularly memorable?
0: Well, of course, I'm going to go towards the drama. And Mm -hmm. this was a drama class, Martin Green, who produced a yearly senior play or musical, whatever it was. And that was all my focus is just to be involved with that production. And he stayed in touch with us through our years after school, Mm -hmm. after whatever people did, he was very supportive especially people from science, a small minority that went into the theatrical arts. He was always
1: supportive. How long did it take you to find that crew at science?
0: It wasn't long at all. It was, again, a minority of people that were so connected to performing arts or writing or poetry. So I did all of it. I worked on the journal. I probably did something for the yearbook. I did poetry for them. It was all along those lines. And I did some sports, too. I think I did some volleyball and got
1: a little award. Nice. little volleyball player <laughs> to balance it out. So, in these plays, basically, were there moments where you did something that you didn't know that you knew how to do?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, there was the French Society at Bronx Science. And we did a Moliere play mm-hmm. entirely in French. And I was very, very fluent and I spoke with a Southern French accent rather than a Parisian accent. It was such an amazing challenge, not only to learn the language, learn the lines in French, perform it, and do the production. Where else do you have an opportunity to do something like that? Those opportunities are what made Bronx Science so unique and so fascinating for me, and I felt that science was harder than going to college. You know, Mm. they, they really set you up to be able to go to college, think critically, and, um,
1: and kind of go through the courses with not too much uh, despair. Yeah. You know, in a place that prides itself on its, you know, the hard sciences and math, did you ever feel any weirdness about going that path that you knew you wanted of like, well, I'm in the science place, should I be taking more advantage of that?
0: I did take the courses that had course. to be taken, and I did like things like biology and anthropology and mm-hmm. that kind of— in fact, I took anthropology later in uh, Fordham. So anything that was sort of um, humanistic-oriented intrigued me, even if it's the science of it. That intrigued me. Math, not so much. Yeah. And for some reason, and I don't know why to this day, I was put senior year in A-B calculus, right? That was a mistake <laughs> because the highest grade I got— was 27 out of 100, and it was torture. And I remember saying, I can't do this, this is my last year, I'm not gonna fail in a class. So they took me out of that horrible mistake and put me in Boolean algebra, Mm. which is the intersection of sets. Mm. But I'll tell you, Daniel, what's very interesting about science to this day, sometimes I'll come up with a phrase I remember from Bronx High School of Science and a friend will say, "Oh right, you went to science if it's if talking about photosynthesis yeah. or something along those lines, I'll know something or I'll know the definition of some scientific explanation of how flowers replicate.
1: It's etched somewhere it's
0: back there absolutely there mm. so i I delight in that that's yeah. people don't expect that to come mm. out of me out of my mouth, and I'll say something that just floor, floors them, and it's a science <laughs> it's a science phrase.
1: It's great. Let's go back to the school. Where uh, where in the building, if I was looking for Valerie, where would I find you uh, in, let's say, your junior or senior year? I wasn't in physics class. <laughs> That's where I wasn't. Uh, and we had a group
0: of people. You know, we would be in the auditorium. We would be in the cafeteria, the hallway, mm-hmm. the stairway, mm-hmm. um, the yard, back in the yard. We had a great little game. Called Marola, did you
1: know Marola? I did not know no. Marola. What's Marola? So
0: Marola was uh, Mario Marola was the district district attorney back years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. This is a myth from science. We have to find out. But the way Marola worked was you'd you'd line up with your sneakers. You would undo the laces of one sneaker. You would run and kick off the sneaker. That was undone and shout Marola, and the one that went the farthest won. Mm-hmm. And I we would watch these games out in the in the courtyard. It's an, a noble sport. It was a noble sport, or across the field at Harris Field,
1: <laughs> across the way, across the street. That really great space. So you take home a couple trophies from very yeah you know, proverbial trophies from that. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I have some still. As you think back, are there any particular? Uh, stories or just perspectives on the place that you want to make sure get included in this?
0: The Bronx high school of science shaped my life. It really did. It taught me that I could think critically. It taught me that I could hold my own with really smart people. Mm -hmm. Uh, It taught me that it's okay to be different than everybody else who was all most of the people, as as you know, were on the track for something completely different. Mm -hmm. So I always kind of felt like an outsider, but I found my group, and we were all outsiders. I keep saying to this day, but it's true, and it's such a long time ago. When I think about, it. I want—I really don't. It's not want that long. To it. It's a long time. It's <laughs> a long time. Talking to you, who just graduated five years ago, there are still people that are very important to me. Yeah. My father just died, and my boyfriend, who's famous man, he went into comedy and he went into um, acting and performance and production, called me to tell me that when we were growing up and he was in my life, my father influenced him so much with a few of the things he told him as a young man. Mm. And those, you know, we would not have met had we not gone to science together. Yeah. And so those relationships stayed so strong. Yes, I don't see them often. Thankfully, we have social media to stay in touch. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a defining four years of my life, absolutely, to poise me to be able to move forward with confidence mm. and with um, purpose. Maybe I'll give you an interesting um, experience that I had, sure. and, and I. Went back to, I was asked to speak at a graduating class, I believe 1997, mm-hmm. I was their keynote speaker. And I thought, why are you inviting me back? <laughs> I don't understand it. But it was, a, it was a great thrill and it was the beginning of my speaking career after I did that because mm-hmm. I loved it so much. I confessed at that keynote speech that I actually stole um, a doorknob of the classrooms at Science, which I still have, <laughs> because I wanted to have a physical memory of the school, of the structure of the school, have it with me, and I did. I did do that. Mm. Yeah.
1: So I'm I'm on the lam. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I won't. Uh, I'll have to edit out your name and your, <laughs> right. your location so that they can't track you down, or do voice modifications. Thank like you. That. I appreciate that. <laughs>